downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the omniscient and oligodendrocytic <laughs> Brent. Wow. Well, I know what the first one is, and yeah, me and Yahweh, exact same. Um, what is the second one? So that is in reference to my sister-in-law, who actually yesterday was her, what we are calling her, craniversary. What? It's uh, when she got her brain tumor removed. Oh, right. I love that. And it's been a good year for her. She's recovering quite well, and that refers to a one of the glial cells in the brain, and it was the uh, source of her tumor. Oh. The oligodendrocytes. Wow. It's one of those big words you learn in PhD school. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Well, also, firstly, Dylan, I do want to pass along my deepest condolences for your loss recently. So I, you know, I never I never had the privilege of meet Dasa, but Dasa was quite literally a part of this podcast. Um, you know, for for our listeners, just scroll back through any episode, pick like especially the earlier ones, you'll hear Dasa in the background chiming in. So I always I also enjoyed her Instagram posts and her element. She will be missed. Ugh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, uh, she's literally in the last episode. Yeah, you could hear uh, that we recorded there. You can hear her once. Yep. I think at least definitely at the beginning episode. Yeah, it's it's been rough. She was she was a dynamo. Yeah. I think is the the way we've put it. She was she was a really important part of our family. Yeah. How long did you have her? My fiance saw her hatch. Wow. And she was nine. She was almost uh, ten years old. That's crazy. Huh. And yeah, it's been rough. We're all grieving. Lewis is grieving. Yeah. But we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I think. Yeah. You know, it's hard. I mean, there's there's not a lot to say about it's it. It's cool that your and... cat got along, too, with it. That's really cool that your cat was able to get along with That's, like, unusual kind of, isn't it? It is weird. Uh, they were good yeah. friends. We, <laughs> cute, though. We joke that he liked her more than vice versa. <laughs> um, she did enjoy biting him at any chance she could get. <laughs> Successful sometimes. <laughs> So what what do we uh, what's our topic today? So we are not talking about something as cool as Dasa. I mean, none of our topics will mm-hmm. be. Uh, but today <laughs> we're finishing up on our Breatharian episode, or excuse me, our Breatharian series with kind of the most recent entry into the pantheon of prana eaters, uh, a couple <laughs> Akahi Ricardo and Camilla Castello, who they got a bit of press coverage in 2017. So this is mega recent. They're still around, and they got. You know, they got a bunch of press coverage for not eating because it's not like anything else was going on in 2017. <laughs> That's true. Nothing. You know, nothing. And especially the story here. broke in the UK. So there is nothing going on in the UK right now. <laughs> There's no political news. It's just doldrums yep. over there it's at this all point. Breath. Yep. We de- we went back and forth, I think, about whether to cover them because it's they don't have a lot in the theory department. Um, it's yes. kind of a Joss Muheen ripoff, but the. The media cycle story, I think, on its own warrants covering them. It's really interesting to see how breatharianism is adapting to a 21st century kind of social media environment. Would they, did they ever, is there any video or anything, or have you seen anything with them teaming up with Jassahim? Like at all? Like are they, they're just completely separate? No, I haven't. I didn't think so. I mean, that would be. I've seen a mention in her, but I think here and there, but. Yeah, sometimes they even mention her. We'll go into it. They mention her kind of processes without name dropping her specifically. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these folks like taking it all for themselves. I think they want to be, no, we're the people who don't eat. Like they don't want to (laughs) share that space. Um, You tend to see all of them are really. So Wiley Brooks linked to Joss Muheen back in the day on his website. Joss Muheen was very much like, well, we're different. I don't know what he did. You know, it's a very Mm -hmm. self-absorbed 
kind of cults. <laughs> they don't like uh, being part of a tradition unless they're really old and from Tibet for some reason. So this story starts again 2017, about a year and a half ago now, um, with an article in The Sun on June 15th, 2017. Ricardo and Castell claim they have, quote, barely eaten over the past nine years. And I imagine that barely is doing a lot of work because, you know, sometimes I can say with a straight face, right, that, oh, I've barely eaten all day when, you know, I only went to Taco Bell once that day. Hey, fourth meal. Fourth meal. That's fourth meal. You only need to eat once as long as you eat at midnight. <laughs> do they still do that advertisement? I don't know. I haven't seen fourth meal in a while. I don't sure. know. I know. I like Jack the Box's very explicit stoner midnight menu. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> Yeah, isn't it just a it's just a bunch of random things that do not make sense together, right? Like tacos, yeah, it'll be like spaghetti. nachos on a burger, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Right. Right. But that's if you want to barely eat, that's definitely the meal to barely eat. So while the sun notes that food and water are quote necessary for human existence, <laughs> Ricardo and Costello claim it isn't necessary for them. They can sustain themselves on the quote energy of the universe. So really, this is the sun implying they're not human. Right. I mean, really, when, you know, <laughs> if you follow that syllogism through. I like how they let us know that that's the human. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah, they wanted Thank to you. make sure, look, you know, we don't want to be perpetrating any bad <laughs> medical information. You have to eat and drink. Thank you, son. Also, you know, everyone lives off the energy of the universe. That's what you're doing <laughs> when you eat. That's <laughs> what? literally what that is. I prefer dark energy though over white meat personally. So I, I don't know. Oh yeah, dark energy. My... That's where the <laughs> that's where that's where all the nutrition. Yeah, is. It tastes better too. Yeah, and the couple say that since 2008, all they have eaten is a piece of fruit or vegetable broth three times a week. And then again, the sun. They don't want to be medically inappropriate. Mm -hmm. They helpfully add that the NHS calorie guidelines are 2,000 calories a day for women and 2,500 a day for men, and that an apple only has 52 calories, so a little short <laughs> of your daily calorie needs. And I would personally have a problem because I only eat candy apples, so all my mm. yeah, so all my fruit must be encased in sugar coating, so it's just the way I roll. Yeah, I think, though, you could get... I mean, on the one hand, you probably could meet your calorie needs, depending on how <laughs> much true. of a candy layer there was. <laughs> you would just get diabetes immediately. That's the drawback. Instantly. Castello even claimed that she practiced a breatharian pregnancy and didn't eat anything for the entire nine-month period. Jesus. So I can only imagine the apple and vegetable broth craving she experienced. <laughs> a lot of people, they when they're pregnant, they're really into pickles and ice cream for her, just <laughs> apple and vegetable broth. That's all she cared oh, about. So good. But apparently, she didn't experience such cravings. Quote, hunger was a foreign sensation to me, so I fully lived on light and ate nothing. My blood tests during all these trimesters were impeccable, and I gave birth to a healthy baby boy. <laughs> I just imagine the doctor, Miss Costello, your blood results came back, and it turns out, it is blood after all. <laughs> impeccable. I actually just picture the baby being born, like coming out of Camilla floating up into the air, still attached to the umbilical cord. You know, cut the baby loose. It's lived off nothing but light and breath in the womb. It needs to ascend to the fifth dimension already. Quick, before the chemtrails weigh it down, bring it back. Oh, you yeah. know that's why they're doing it <laughs> with the chemtrails. Of course, yeah. All these people living on light, they're going to ascend to 5D Earth Prime <laughs> just immediately. They don't have to They don't have to go to McDonald's. That's right. Straight to the... Straight, yeah, straight out up. of the womb into the 5D paradise. Yep. Ricardo also helpfully explains how a breatharian non-diet can slash your food shopping pills. <laughs> Quote, 
There is a freedom that comes from not being attached or dependent on food. Obviously, our living costs are a lot less than most families, and that has allowed us to spend our money on things that really matter, like traveling and exploring together. Now we can spend money on what really matters, locally sourced, organic, non-GMO apples, and sustainably <laughs> produced, cruelty-free vegetable broth. I'm seeing a business angle here that NDCIO ought to exploit. Let's do it. Yeah, along with our aged and enraged wine, we also have cruelty-free <laughs> vegetable, vegetable broth. broth. Yeah, I like that. Castello and Ricardo transitioned to breatharianism through a, quote, 21-day breatharian process, presumably the one recommended by Joss Muheen that we talked about in our last episode, yeah. but she isn't named, so maybe a little standoffish, as we mentioned earlier. According to Ricardo, quote, the 21-day breatharian process was a powerful one and stepping stone into realizing the infinite potential that lies within. It led us to explore the breath and its presence within our lives, showing us that we could easily be without food as long as we had air. I used to eat a lot, but I haven't felt hungry since that process in 2008. I just hope that the reason he doesn't feel hungry is because he actually died and is now a reanimated corpse, because that would be bad <laughs> PR. The ghost died. Lots of you know, lots of people would actually sadly buy into that these days, I'm afraid. But, you know, just look how skinny your decaying body is. You'll be the talk of the funeral homes. Yeah, I believe they call that the voodoo diet. <laughs> voodoo zombie diet. At this point, you might be worried for Costello and Ricardo's children, but fear not, they aren't extremists. Oh, thank God. Quote, our children are aware of breatharianism and the energy that exists in the universe and in themselves. But we would never try to change them, and we'd let them eat whatever they want, whether that be juices, vegetables, pizza, or ice cream. <laughs> and while in reality this is a good thing, isn't it bad from their perspective? <laughs> you know, like, why throw away the opportunity to raise kids who could live <laughs> off light? That seems like a really... That would be great for them. And you know their kids are going to fall deep into like the pizza, pizzerian cold, actually. Ooh, that's the problem. That's you problem. Know, the deep dish dive deep dish into the pizza carrying cold <laughs> I mean, you know i know but um you know i mean actually can you imagine though if one of the breatharian kids had asthma like what luck like oh. our kid can't even breathe right like jesus <laughs> worst they would hold that against him until the day he died and so you know this is great but where are they getting paid yeah turns out they have a nice little breatharian school to run so I think, Brent, I think you did a little work on that. Yes. I went to the website, if you meant do work, and they have uh, Ricardo and Castilla offer a breatharian course. It's online through their website, like I said. It's called the for, it's for the eight-day process. There's one thing you can click on called the eight-day process. It's hosted in San Francisco, and it's only $1,588. So that's oh, that cheap, is... actually, compared to Wiley's courses. So that's pretty good. See, that's true. But I mean, Wiley's courses made you immoral. Oh, good so point. you're really, you're saving money in the long run. <laughs> you know, you pay a billion now, 2,000 years from now, <laughs> it's cheaper. So yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So this is from the, the website here, and I'll quote Akia's eight day pranic breatharian method will open your understanding to a newly developed intelligent nourishment of light and energy. It is a platform to bring together like-minded people from all over the world to come experience the evolution of consciousness and complete transformation of their thought processes and how to listen to their real selves. The program is aimed to make people go beyond their dependency on food as a source of life and utilize their inner energy to fuel their existence. This program will take beyond the mystic universal energies for nourishment, energy, and information. Akahi eight-day process is extensively researched and approved by scientists in the world who themselves have been intrigued by the power of the program. 
That's my favorite sentence, actually, in that that whole thing, that last part. What I like about this description is notice they're they're talking about scientists that are in oh, the world. Oh, this is hollow <laughs> earth science. Shit, that's, that's how you know it's the real deal. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. So using the power of water and dry fast combined with conscious breath technology, the program structure is impactful enough to correct damaged DNA, generate and rejuvenate emotional, mental, and physical well-being, regulate the oxygen intake in the body, and align the nervous system in the best interests of the overall health of the human body. Wait, 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 though. Did I just hear them say water? I thought this was about substituting breathing for eating and drinking. Am I wrong? Yeah, I signed up for the dry yeah. fast. What kind of loser does a wet fast? That's weak. So also about the eight-day course, the website states, every morning, 9 a.m., we will meet for a short chat. Just a short chat. Then we will initiate the energy breathing practices of the day. Every afternoon, 4 p.m. group meets once again for the second session of energy nourishment and breathing exercises. So in between workshops and sessions, there remains a lot of free time to allow the participants to experience the power of each session and integrate the many awakenings offered by this exceptional process. So, it's, you know, lots of free time in a course I paid lots of money for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sign me up. I'm in for that. Well, I, they gotta, they need time to experience the power and to integrate the awakenings. You just can't go through one awakening into another one either. You need like at least like yeah, a five yeah. minute smoke break or something. <clears throat> you, yeah, yeah, you gotta integrate them. Yep. So every night there is a sharing circle, and some nights we have other group activities, workshops, classes, films, bowling night, pizza-less parties, watching films like Gandhi and Hunger and laughing, things like that, I assume. <laughs> I added that last sentence, obviously. <laughs> Gandhi, what a loser. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a good comedy. There will be one day of silence, and you will learn a unique memory reprogramming technique. They will reprogram your memory just like you never wasted $1,588 on this dumb course. Oh, I'm, I'm a little... A little much. I think they're getting a little too carried away with themselves here. Yeah. You know, just stick to the not eating. That yeah. should be, you know, this memory reprogram. What are you, Kevin Trudeau? You know, I, <laughs> that's the mistake he made. He did too much stuff. Yeah. You gotta have a niche. Keep it simple if when you're cold. Don't... Yeah. yeah. The gradual monitored eight-day pranic fast is as follows. This is according to their website. A week before the process, the participants are asked to begin a living foods diet. This helps during the deep detox process. So you can eat meat, but you must first make sure that the animal is still living. That's fine. That's no problem. Yeah, and you can what you the best way to do this is you start a garden and then you just go out to eat. You just eat the plants off the vines and you know, off the stalks as such. You don't Yep, just pour ranch dressing right on that, you know, right tomato there. right there, just eat it right there. Okay, so on the first day of the process, we only eat fruits. So we're, we're eating here right off the bat. That's not good. But okay, um, on the second day, just um, we will drink liquids and fresh fruits and veggie juices or smoothies. So it's starting to sound more like a clu uh, juice cleanse more than a breathing diet, but that's fine. I mean, it's yeah, day two. Yeah, I feel two. like we're eating, it's, we're consuming it's more than the first day. I know, day. it's like I would normally not eat this much, um, but here we are. Okay, so yeah. third day... <laughs> For the third day, we go on an almost three days of water or dry fasting. So here we go. Accompanied with very powerful energy nourishment techniques, participants have the opportunity to experience energy nourishment in a 100% while dry fasting for one, two, three days. 
optionally depending upon each uh, participant's desire. Most of the participants enjoy very much the completion of three days dry fasting, while others may choose to drink water after one or two days of dry fasting. The process will guide you. Not your body or its physical needs, but the process. It's the process. It's the process. I'm also, I have to say right now, they're definitely playing it safe. Yeah. I can see how fewer people are probably going to die doing this. Right. That's pretty smart on their PR part. It's true. So anyway, for the last three days, we will gradually reactivate the digestive system by drinking initially diluted juices and then gradually, day by day, adding more fruits or veggies to, to your drinks. But, you know, I think it's actually 25% concentrated, if I remember correctly, from our last episode. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so also, like, we need to have some sugary fruit juices here, some Sunny D. What's going What's going on? Some junk juices, as Josh yeah. called them. Yes. So have no fear with regards to pranic fasting. Pranic fasting is a whole new thing, all in caps and bolded. Um, the amazing breathing techniques of the process will energize your body to give you strength and confidence for an easy and effortless transition. So the eight-day process is intelligent and body-friendly. You know what else is body-friendly? A tapeworm. <laughs> a tapeworm really <laughs> likes a body. It will adapt to your physical needs to make the transition enjoyable. It is a very happy surprise when your participants find it easier than they expected. But it says, we do offer a free burial service to bury you on site to save your family money. Oh, Now that, that's... talk about intelligent and body-friendly. <laughs> what they meant is corpse-friendly. Right. That's right. the problem. They don't. You got to read the fine print. <laughs> and this is all in caps here. Remember your natural and eternal connection with the cosmic source of energy. I mean, remember, how could I forget, right? Yeah. The 8DP retreat. That's <laughs> that's the hip way of calling it. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, they're trying to get millennial now. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, you on the 8DP? Dude, for sure. <laughs> retreat is for all of us who feel called to embrace the new quantum leap in human consciousness. The permanent state of living from love, both capitalized L's. We invite you to gift yourself gift yourself these sacred eight days, free from distractions, to focus deeply within in complete stillness, peace, and joy. Let go of old fears and imitations. Limitations. <laughs> imitations, I feel, is more accurate, though. Yeah. Awaken your natural ability to be the pranic state, living on love, living on light. You know, I would rather watch a remake of the TV show Quantum Leap personally than do this. But yeah, but, I was thinking about that you know. show. That was good times. It was, yeah. Just wake up in somebody else's body like that can be done. During this beautiful eight-day retreat, you will receive a perfect sequence of pranic breathing sessions, a powerful new inner science guided by Akai in person and Camilla. Why are these in caps? Uh, via Skype too. Exploring it's, simple. It's, that's the indi- that's the pranic <laughs> enlightenment indicator. That's true. So we know that Ricardo and Castello have been enlightened. That's true. Yep. Um, I although I am a little skeptical why Castello would need to use Skype. <laughs> I feel that you should get some of that kind of pranic telepathy yes, going on. Yes. But I guess the people going aren't enlightened, so yeah. they wouldn't be able to communicate that way. Yeah. Okay. I just answered my own question. I'm sorry. <laughs> So they're exploring simple and potent tools for pranic living and accompanied by a recommended plan for your favorite fruits, juices, and three-day water fast. Three days dry fast, optional. They keep saying that. Inner science is my favorite science, you know? I mean, you need data? Just check the soul. Check the gut. You'll find it. Yeah, wait a minute. So um, let's see here. Is climate change happening? Check your gut. Um, 
No. <laughs> yes. That's what my insides are saying. Yeah, I like that. They're not saying anything, which I'm taking to be a no. Right. Yeah, they haven't they haven't spoken. Yeah. So we invite you to plan ahead in order to eliminate distractions during these powerful and sacred eight days. So, for example, unhook um, from your phone, email, internet, reading materials, allowing a deep focus within, in silence, in peace, in stillness. So wait a minute, unhook from your reading materials? So regular books are allowed? Just no Kindles, I guess? So yeah, that's good. Fuck yeah, I'm bringing uh, Jassaheen's books, obviously. I mean, that's just a given, but... Yeah, definitely no Kindles. That's too much electrical interference. Right. <laughs> um, I also like how books are fine. You know, you're supposed to unhook from all your electronic devices, and yet they offer Wi-Fi. Yes. It seems bizarre. Yeah, that's something similar going on with like... Jesse him going and ordering the vegetarian meal and just not eating it. Just like, this is a yeah, useless that, kind thing, of, but just to, rub it in your face. Yeah, it, it also might be just a test for you. Yes, good point. Like, this is, you know, we've got we've got that, like, fancy, <laughs> you know, gigabit inter- Ethernet going on. But if you connect to it, you're a failure. And that's what the network name is. You're a failure. So to support in having the perfect experience, we are, we are staying at a gorgeous retreat site, surrounded by nature, serenity, with the Kahi, Camilla, and other program participants. I thought Camilla was only joining via Skype, though. Hmm. Well, she's there in pranic spirit. Oh, my bad. Yep. So That's true. W- which they treat as the same as being there in person, so they don't feel the need to right. be specific about that. <laughs> For 2018, our process will be held at the private location, an hour and a half north of San Francisco, in the heart of the beautiful Sonoma County. This information is outdated, but, you know, still it's up on their website, so you missed it, guys. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. You'll have to wait for 2019 <laughs> for a new private location. Actually, when I first read that, I th- I, was, I read it, and I thought it, it was saying Sedona. I was like, well, that makes perfect sense, actually. But then I was like, oh, Sonoma. Okay, not yeah, the same Yeah, a little place. different. A little different. So, mind-expanding, super-conscious, life-changing retreat, sacred opportunity to upgrade your life to true mastery and infinite possibilities. Full details email will be sent after registration. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of a downer. Maybe I would have flipped those. Yep. <laughs> so, however, if you do not want to, you know, break the bank for a full eight-day retreat, you can also do this. On their website, they do offer a step-by-step pranic woman video course taught by Camilla. So, sorry, guys. There's one thing to have the patriarchy, but the pranic patriarchy oh, is just double worse. <laughs> we need to get some women into this pranic enlightenment. That's right. So lifetime access to learning and experiencing the benefits of the program at a pace that works for you. Available on all devices. This is, you know, mobile, tablet, desktop computers, you know, Kindles. Uh, Access the training anywhere. 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 The moon. (laughs) In the center of the hollow earth. Antarctica. (laughs) Anywhere. Exclusive access to private Pranic Woman Facebook group where you can share questions, insights, and build community with like-minded people from around the world. So, you know, this is sexist against men, actually. Men's rights groups. Where are you? This is where you need to focus Yeah, MGTOW. On. We need to, men need to this, go please. their own way. That's what we need to do. Also, private Pranic Women's Facebook group. I don't know how private that Facebook group is <laughs> with all the data leaking going know, on. right? So this is what you get in the um, the Pranic Woman Facebook page. So you'll, you'll end up getting the conscious breath. Just You'll get that. Um, you'll get feminine pranic light body activation, which is always good. Um, you'll, need, you'll get pranic yoga. I mean, is there any other kind of yoga, really? Um, you'll awaken your uh, divine sensual nature. So Tight. 
Yep, leave that there. Woman, what? Or, well, obviously, you're a woman. Uh, womb, breath, and toning. So womb, <laughs> breath, and toning. I don't know what exactly womb breaths are. Vaginas are breathing at this point, so that's great. Well, it's the uterus breathing, I think. Right, yeah, not the, yeah, yep. And toning is kind of, <laughs> I'm not sure, like, shape. are you getting, like, an ab workout <laughs> via the womb breath? I'm not sure what. Get that womb ready. That's supposed to imply. Yeah. So karmic healing because yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Creative empowerment, naturally rejuvenating, rejuvenate and extend your life. Light nourishment, obviously. Uh, integral human and spiritual beauty. Live in self-sustaining states of wellness. So are these books you get when you join the I, I Chronic hope, Women Facebook group? No, they're just random sentences. Oh, it just says <laughs> you get this. <laughs> okay. That's what I get for trying to make it make more sense than it does. <laughs> So the last part of this this section here talks about the breath can be accessed from anywhere. It exists within and around you in every moment of every day. We can feel and become entrained with the profound benefits of the air and the pranic energy that it carries in an everlasting relationship with the basic mechanism of our bodies. I mean, minus eating real food and real energy, of course. But anyway, we put this to use intrinsically through our senses and by learning to hear, read, and see in action. It is transmitted kinesthetically via the pathways that open through our senses and the ability to align with the natural rhythm of our breathing cycle. Because this program is about empowerment and learning to master our innate self-healing capabilities, or sorry, capacities, totally different. Today's media-rich environment is the perfect place to live the four-week pranic woman program. So this is the four-week woman pranic uh, woman program. For years, Camilla has been sharing the pranic woman program uh, internationally through both in-person and virtual settings. Women and families in over 20 countries have integrated these teachings in their lives. And thanks to today's digital technology, Skype, there are no limits to the way we can reinteract and bond with each other. Fuck that shit. I say that 3D physical world, science and technology, whatever happened to inner science, am I right? Come on. Yeah, what happened this to the 5D bullshit. Earth Prime? We're supposed yeah. to transcend all of this. This doesn't make any sense to me. It's really sad. Yeah. So take time every day towards your own life process and healing. So That's good advice. That's good advice I from the website. Agree. So if you would like to give them money, don't do that. Yeah, definitely I would if you suggest are not doing any... <laughs> way shape or form tempted <laughs> no. i would say not to <laughs> that would be my recommendation right but i have to say overall you know i don't know what they're making on this but this seems to be they definitely learned the joss muheen mistake they learned from her to not yeah. tell people they cannot eat totally for 21 days like if you look at right. this eight day program one it's optional to drink water to not yes. drink water yeah. And then for half the damn thing, you're eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. Real yeah, smart on their part, yep, I have to admit. You're sandwiched, if you will, around eating. But at the beginning, and I think at the end, you can eat. But yeah, at the, definitely at the beginning, first three days. Yeah, because I think you said at the end, they actually try to get you back to eating. So yeah. it's not meant to be a lifestyle choice. It's meant to be, this is, it's it's more like intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's like intermittent fasting sandwich. <laughs> I love those fasting sandwiches. <laughs> All right, so this is why this story came out, really, is they want to sell you this breatharian school. And so after the Sun article came out, there were a few other stories over the next week that came out about this couple from Yahoo, the New York Post, the Daily Mail, Metro, and the Independent. And the Daily Mail article was shared 24,000 times on social media, 
while the Independent article was shared 37,000 times, according to CNN. The Independent article gives us a few more details on the couple. Quote, The couple met in 2005 and discovered breatharianism in 2008. They eventually transitioned from vegetarians to raw vegans to fruitarians and finally to breatharians. Whoa, whoa, whoa. sorry. I feel like they skipped a few steps there because I, I think it's pescatarian to, you know, from eating meat, then pescatarian to vegetarian to vegan, then raw vegan, then fruitarian, then seedarian, then dustarian, then waterarian to finally breatharian. And that's all, you know, granted, if you're still alive after all that, or rather, deatharian. Yeah, so. deatharian, that's death-arian the real... Deatharian is, is the goal, that's really. That's really ascended, when you could just live on your own death, because <laughs> you're dead. So according to Castello, quote, Humans can easily be without food, as long as they are connected to the energy that exists in all things, and through breathing. For three years, Akahi and I didn't eat anything at all. And now we only eat occasionally, like if we're in a social situation, or if I simply want to taste a fruit. <laughs> So isn't any meal with someone actually a social situation? Technically, so basically they can just, they just didn't eat alone. I'm sensing some loopholes actually going on here. Yeah, plus they have kids. Yeah. And eating with their kids is a social situation. Boom. So this seems a really easy loophole to exploit. It does. But actually the article addresses what could be going on with many breatharians. Hmm. D. Dawson, an expert on eating disorders, once gave an insightful explanation as to why some people seem to honestly believe they do not need food. Quote, Breatharianism is a fraud, but breatharians may be deluded, she told the Guardian. She suggested believers tend to overlook some of the food they eat in a similar way to people who are struggling with their weight. The article continues, quote, Every obese person who comes to my surgery says, Doctor, I can't understand why I'm not losing weight. I haven't eaten all week. Then I say, What did you have for breakfast? Oh, just three pieces of toast and lunch. <laughs> just one sausage and a few chips. Add it all up and they've eaten 2,000 calories that day. While Costello says she, quote, ate nothing during her pregnancy, this is meant as a figure of speech, meaning almost nothing. And she also says she only ate five times, all of which were in social situations. And this, I mean, in all honesty, like, I really, this makes a lot of sense. You know, if you ever try to guess the calories of meals at fast food places, because now they all have the calories listed, or a lot of them do. Yeah. And it, it's really mind-blowing how, oh, this uh, Taco Bell burrito is 1,500 calories, which you <laughs> never, never would have guessed. So this definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we get the, the Sun article, and then we get all these other articles. No one's, I mean, obviously false. <laughs> you know, they obviously are eating, just period. But so, like, what's going on here? Like, how, why are all these people taking this story? Well, this is the real, to me, the interesting part of this story is where this story came from. So, according to the CNN article, the couple originally sold their story to NewsDoc Media, a, quote, UK-based content creation company that packages and sells tabloid-style news stories to media outlets. According to Matt Grokut, a representative <laughs> for NewsDoc Media, that's his real name, they conducted two Skype interviews with Castillo and Ricardo, then sold the story to other news outlets. These other outlets can then rework the story to match their own style. Grokut did not say how much the outlets purchased the story for or which outlets purchased the story, but The Sun, Metro, and The Daily Mail credited photos to NewsDog Media, and The Daily Mail is listed as one of their clients on their website. He also said that NewsDog Media found the couple through the breatharian school they run. Now, you might be wondering, like, did they do any fact-checking? <laughs> you know, what did NewsDog Media, like, how did they figure out? Obviously if I know NewsDog Media, I know they do fact-checking. Yeah, if anybody I mean, does. NewsDog Media, just the pinnacle of journalistic <laughs> ethics. Yep. So what did they do? Quote, 
Short of flying to Ecuador and monitoring what they eat for a few weeks, I feel we did everything in our power to stand up the story. We're a small freelance outfit in the UK and clearly can't afford to fly to South America. <laughs> See, I would love to know exactly what they did do. It's like, every, you know, short of, of <laughs> making sure they don't eat, we did everything we could do to make sure they don't eat. There's wow. not a whole lot left <laughs> at that point. I kind of want to call them up and be like, hey, guess what? I, uh, I breathe underwater. <laughs> As already mentioned, the Sun article appears to be the first to run the story. Yahoo 7, an Australian site associated with Yahoo, published their own version of the story. And I couldn't figure out where the 7 comes from. <laughs> it's like this old Midwest emo band thing. I, my brother and a friend were in a band called Partisan 6 growing up. It's another group of friends were in a band called Andromeda 44. Like You just basically pick a word and then just stick a random number at the end of it. It's pretty cool. I don't know. Check out my band Encyclopedia 78. Yes. Because <laughs> if you didn't have a number six. attached to it, it's very, it's just not worth listening to, really. So Yahoo 7 was the one that wrote the story, but then the Yahoo, the official Yahoo News Facebook page right. shared the Yahoo 7 story to their 7.3 million followers. Oh, 7 to 7 here. Some numerology oh, happening. Oh, that's true. And 7, as we know... <laughs> Is the number of what the churches in Revelation? That's right, God's and favorite number. What it's the sacred number. Yeah, the big old number. There it is. This connections. This whole. If you listen to all of our episodes, you'll see it's like a David Lynch film. You need to watch every single thing, connect all the dots. Spend a lot of time. Yeah, if you <laughs> write down every thirteenth word, every twelfth and seventh word, you'll you'll have wasted a lot of time. Yeah, it'll be pretty much a waste of your life. Yeah. So. When asked by CNN why the company would share an easily debunked story with its large audience, a company <laughs> spokesperson declined to comment. Huh. But after this contact, the Facebook post was deleted. Yet it was still up on Yahoo's Style and Beauty page, which itself has 2.2 million <laughs> followers. And this makes sense. You know, heroin chic, you know, that was a real 90s thing. It's all about hungry chic now. <laughs> CNN also contacted The Sun, The Independent, The New York Post, The Daily Mail, and Metro, but none responded. Although after contact, again, The New York Post and Yahoo 7 both published articles debunking the story. <laughs> Ricardo himself told CNN that the couple has heard from, quote, thousands of people interested in breatharianism. Quote, thousands. Ricardo said he wouldn't recommend attempting to starve the body of food without the proper training, uh. but insisted that with the proper tools and awareness, the practice isn't harmful. We all know the air is light. We all know there is energy in nature, he told CNN, so there's no way this could be dangerous. <laughs> so I want to play this game, too. I just like this, this little argument he set up. So, okay, here's my version. <laughs> we all know the water is metal. Mm -hmm. We all know there is sound in nature, so there's no way eating only dimes can be dangerous. <laughs> oh, damn, and you're such an elitist. I eat nickels still, personally, but, you know, I'm a oh, man yeah. of people. Well, I I, I'm actually, <laughs> I am on to those, uh, those Sacagawea uh, gold dollars. Damn. Exclusively. <laughs> so speaking of debunking let's take a look at these new articles yeah let's i mean let's i know it. our listeners have just been chomping at the bit <laughs> wanting to know like what there's got to be something wrong here and but we just you know we let's see if we can figure out what it is yeah so spoiler alert turns out ricardo and castillo do eat no oh, oh man i know so here it is here's the quote 
We do eat, uh, just not with the same frequency or intensity as the average person, the couple said. In a statement to the Post Wednesday, when we went through the breatharian transition 21-day process, our intention wasn't to stop eating, but rather to heal on a genetic level. Information that gets passed through the generations and manifests in each person in different ways, like hereditary information. The not eating was like a side effect that we freely explored when we were a young couple and without children and also through Camilla's pregnancy. Yeah, man, it was just a phase. Like, you know, we also used to listen to Slipknot and huff lighter fluid through a straw. That doesn't define who we are. And it's always good from time to time to do a genetic healing. You know, my genes often need realignment from their in their chakras. You know, let's, yeah, let's I mean, real. when I, you know, a few years ago, uh, I learned that my genes were all twisted. They're like in a, <laughs> they look like a rope ladder that yeah, was all twisted. I just had to straighten that all out. You may need to go see somebody about that. That does not sound good, actually. I mean, yeah, my blood doesn't clot anymore, but it's all straightened <laughs> out now, and I, I'm doing really good. <laughs> so the, cu- the couple also walked back the statement that Castillo only ate five times during her entire pregnancy. Damn, that's like, that's taking it one step back further from Taco Bell's fourth meal plan. That's impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. So that's good. Five. Yeah. Fifth meal. <laughs> so during that time, we enjoyed mostly liquids, eating occasionally, but surprisingly to us also, not from hunger or a feeling of necessity. Quote, so surely we were being nourished physically, but we were also aware of the very real non-physical nourishment that we receive from our breathing exercises and practices of consciousness. I mean, I get it. So with Wiley Brooks, he taught us that we have a spiritual digestive system. <laughs> That's right. And you feed the spiritual digestive system non-physical nourishment. It's clear yeah. as day. Well, I'm actually personally right now getting non-physical nausea from reading about these people. But Ooh, that's, that's just... That's the worst. You need to get some of that non-physical Pepto-Bismol. Oh, right. Yep. Does it work? Let me check my gut. It does. Um, yeah. They... <laughs> that's but I wouldn't trust your gut circle. right now. You got that non-physical nausea. True. This is very, very confusing. So they also reiterate that, yes, they do feed their kids. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) We get this straight. We do feed our children. We just don't force them to eat if they're not hungry or obligate them to finish their entire plate if they feel satisfied. According to the couple's statement, it says it has to do with body um, autonomy and learning to care for and know oneself, which is very valuable for everyone of every age. They are their own people. And their lives don't need to be the same as ours. We teach them to know their bodies and to respect them and to love them and to take care of their beautiful temples. So in short, not eating at all becomes not forcing themselves or their children to eat until the point of vomiting. I mean, it's just a semantic game at this point. (laughs) That's true. And you know at at this point, these kids have totally rebelled and probably become grossly obese and try hard to not breathe on a daily basis. Maybe they've started their own eating-only cult. No breathing in this cult, god damn it. Yeah, you need to eat your oxygen just like you're eating your feelings. Yeah, they like inculcate asthma in themselves just so they're not breathing as much as possible. Get those O2 levels real down there. And that's it for part three for uh, Ricardo and Costello. And that is it for our series on breath Arianism. Brent! Take a deep breath, What did guys. you learn? What most inspired you about this episode and our series in general? I am inspired to hold my breath longer, personally. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold my breath for the remainder of this episode. Yep. <sighs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't I thought do you were going to edit it to sound like you did for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, that's cheating. We would never do that to that's the listeners. True. That's true. 
Yeah, I don't know. I found this whole thing was a, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, my personal favorite is Wiley Brooks, I think. Um, yeah, he definitely. was definitely one of my favorites. This this last one, this shorter episode that we did is a little more eh, fun, but you know, whatever. These are these are the newer, these are the the new kids on the Breatharian circuit, so they're not quite. Yeah, as, we felt we needed because yeah. this is how I learned about Breatharianism yeah. in the first place. Was yep. this story? Yeah, yeah. What about you? What did you um, did you get anything that you could take away from and just so use in your life? What fascinated me about this episode in particular and the reason the thing that pushed me over the edge for why we should cover it mm-hmm. is the just the media narrative we actually i found a really good dig article actually which kind of broke down the kind of timeline of this story mm-hmm. and how just an obvious falsehood just obvious false that they're not eating just period like, yeah. period like it's not something <laughs> to be debunked it's not something that we need to bring in, you know, expert eyewitnesses. They don't, it's false. And yet there's this whole media cycle and there's all these stories that are getting shared to millions of people, all from, you know, this news dog media doing two Skype interviews with these morons and then selling it to all these various, it, it's just, to me, that's the interesting yeah, story here. that is true. It's how an obviously false story can get, generate this huge media cycle yeah. out of thin air. That is crazy. It really is. Thin air that you need to breathe. (laughs) Please, 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 people, breathe. Breathe, eat, and drink. (laughs) And maybe be merry. Why not? Yeah, Yeah, be merry. Sometimes. Merry Merry Christmas. It's that time of year. This, we say Merry Christmas on this podcast. That's right. The war on Christmas does not. (laughs) It's the last stand here. We're going to say it. We don't go to Starbucks. We don't, I don't know, go wherever else. Ugh, are they doing just Only the solid red cups? Ugh, disgusting. Oh, the solid red cups <laughs> makes me want to puke. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree. I think overall, Wiley Brooks is the most interesting mm-hmm. character. Um, the most, I mean, in, to some degree, I hate to say it, sympathetic to some degree. Yes. Because he didn't get the big old success that Joss Muheen definitely, I mean, Joss Muheen got rich. Joss Muheen is my least favorite human. No, oh, definitely. Uh, one of my fees. But yeah, it's horrible. That interview of her, it just makes my skin crawl. I can't can't stand to look at her face. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's her definitely. Words. And these people, at least, you know, Ricardo and Costello, they're, they're making it a lot safer. Yeah, that's true. So even though they're, as long, I, you know, you shouldn't screw people out of money. You shouldn't be a con artist. But mm-hmm. as long as you're not killing people. Yeah. <laughs> and promising that you're going to cure their cancer or something, it yeah. doesn't make me as absolutely furious. Yes, exactly right. All right. And so that's so all that's we it. have for today. Definitely a shorter episode today to uh, mm-hmm. bring you into the holiday season. Short breaths. We're uh, we're taking something of an official uh, Nunder called ordinary holiday break. Yes. So you will most likely see a new episode um, probably in 2019. So this is more all likely right. our last episode of. 2018 it's been a fun year so far yes kind of glad to end it in some ways <laughs> um uh this has definitely been the highlight of it for me for sure um, yes but you know in the meantime there's plenty of places you can reach us you can go to our website none dare call it ordinary.com there you'll get links to anywhere else you can listen to the podcast whether it's soundcloud or itunes or stitcher or really anywhere else i also want to mention if anyone can do a kind of rate and review on us on any of their podcast platforms, especially if you can write something that makes it kind of appear faster. Not exactly sure how that works, but if you could do that, that would be lovely. Um, We're also on YouTube now. 
we haven't done too much. I've been meaning to, you know, schedule editing sessions on YouTube. It just hasn't been working out. Uh, but that is another way you can listen to our podcasts if you prefer. We're also on social media. So we do have a Facebook page. I haven't done anything with that. We're also on Twitter at NDCIO. We're on Reddit, none dare call ordinary without the it. And I think that is it for where we are. Oh, lastly, send us an email. Did we get something right? Did we get something very wrong? <laughs> send us an email at none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com. And with that, we are done. done!